we need to be able to talk. And, and the First Amendment was not written for easy speech. It was written for the speech that nobody likes you for. And I was, I was censored not just by the Democratic administration, I was censored by the Trump administration. I was the first person censored by, the, as the chairman pointed out, by the Biden administration two days after it came into office. Ah, that is, of course, uh, the distinctive and mellifluous tones of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. on Capitol Hill today, testifying before Congress two days after the Biden people came in. And uh, I think what he's talking, because he uh, he has questioned the efficacy of vaccines for quite some time now. And I'm going to guess it wasn't the Trump administration proper that censored anything he had to say. I'm going to guess it was probably social media. Maybe at the request, maybe the FBI was involved, you know, maybe the CDC, maybe it was Anthony Fauci. Hard to say. But, uh, He's running for president as a Democrat. I think all Democrats should support him. Sure, why not? Little uh, sort of variation of uh, Operation uh, Chaos. We were uh, we were just talking about the Jason Aldean music video, a uh, great song, a wonderful song, and the left has waged war against Jason Aldean. The song actually came out months ago, and uh, then the left decided to attack it. It uh, has gone to number one on iTunes, which is a great thing. And uh, Luke Combs, who has covered, done a cover version of Tracy Chapman's song, that, you know, uh, you got a fast car and I got a, a whatever. And, uh, you know, I remember the song from long ago when it was a huge hit. It was a giant hit for Tracy Chapman. And then Luke Combs uh, covered the song, redid the song very recently. And it became very popular, became a big hit. And, and, uh, and then the left decided to wage war on Luke Combs because they're racists. And they said, well, Tracy Chapman is a lesbian woman of color, L-W-O-C, I think. Do they abbreviate it that way, Michael? And, uh, and uh, Tracy Chapman said, well, you know, he did a nice job with the song. What do I care? It's nice. I get, I get you know, money off of it because of various things. And also... Her version of the song has now gone to number 17, where it was not uh, more than a week ago. But when the left decides to wage war on you with their hypocrisy, their insanity, their pro-crime, anti-Jason Aldean crusade has been the best thing for Jason Aldean's song, and and that's a good thing. So uh, good for the left for waging war against, they wage war against Jason Aldean, for his great song, and um, it's called Try That in a Small Town, and it's about the Democrats burning our cities and looting and rioting and sucker-punching people and carjacking everyone. You know, the Democrats love crime, and uh, they commit a great many of them. In fact, there was another murder in Washington, D.C. just a matter of uh, hours ago. The uh, police are looking for a Democrat. They're looking for a Democrat. But Jason Aldean's song is now number one on iTunes, and it's number one on iTunes because the left has decided to wage war against it. They uh, try that in a small town. And they're saying, oh, it's racist. It's a lynching song because the Democrats used to lynch a lot of black people. You know, the Democrat Party is very racist and violent, and they always have been. They're the party of the Confederacy 
and they created the White Knights of the Ku Klux Klan. The only Klansman that I know I ever met was a Democrat senator from West Virginia named Robert Byrd, and I interviewed him repeatedly um, in my capacity as a journalist in my my previous iteration. And um, now uh, Jason Aldean is being attacked, and so naturally, because the left always produces the results that are the opposite of what they set out to do, like they're going to make schools better, so they come in to make schools better. Then everybody drops out and goes to prison. You know, nobody can read. Nobody can add two plus two because the Democrats came in to make schools better. Right? The Democrats say, "Oh, we're going to fix the border," and we have a record number of people flowing across our border. It's uh, pretty amazing. In fact, now their Democrats are spreading tuberculosis around the country, thanks to illegal aliens that they're scattering to 44 states. And that's good. But uh, back to the Democrats here, because they attacked Jason Aldean, who my best girl and I have actually seen live in concert. I think it was at Wolf Trap. Might have been Meriwether Post Pavilion, one of the outdoor venues around here. And, uh, but I think it was Wolf Trap. And, uh, and a great concert and great people and happy people, normal people, you know. Remember normal? In fact, at the Chris Plant store, we have remember normal T-shirts and remember normal coffee mugs. Uh, and, uh, and then this uh, another uh, country star, Luke Combs, uh, did the cover of Tracy Chapman's uh, You Got a Fast Car. And he's number two on iTunes right now because the left decided to wage war against him and say that he shouldn't play a song that was originally done by a black lesbian woman because the Democrats say they're black lesbian men too and, you know, because they're insane. And they decided to wage war against the uh, the movie Sound of Freedom, which takes on um, child sex trafficking in particular. And now Sound of Freedom is going gangbusters at the box office because the left has decided to wage war against them. And uh, just uh, just amazing. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And of course, they're being attacked all over the place. Even you know, Variety magazine yesterday. Who can learn from the box office success of Sound of Freedom? It's an attack on the movie Sound of Freedom. But the Sound of Freedom audience members uh, claim theaters are sabotaging showings because lefting lefties. Have you seen this? They wait for the theater to fill up. And then they say, oh, the projector's broken. The film won't play. And this has apparently happened again and again across the country. No air conditioning. All right, turning the air conditioning off in crowded theaters. Never turning the lights off. Because the left, because they're the left, and they're a hate cult, and they loot a lot, and they burn things. Like, you know, police cars, Catholic churches, things like that. So the New York Post, they've got a theory several moviegoers have claimed that that movie theaters are intentionally sabotaging showings of the controversial film Sound of Freedom by either forgetting to dim the lights or, in at least one case, turning off the air conditioning in the theater, as Michael Piercy was just sharing. And the uh, word-of-mouth smash hit, which shocked Hollywood by beating the new Indiana Jones flick at the box office, tells the real-life story of anti-child trafficking campaigner and former Homeland Security agent Tim Ballard, who is uh, great. He's amazing. amazing. I I believe he's uh, a former Navy SEAL as well, played by Jim Caviezel. 
as he attempts to set up an organization known as Operation Underground Railroad. Right? And so the left, uh, if you make a movie that uh, condemns and exposes child sex trafficking, the Democrat Party wages war against you. Why? It's almost as if they're pro-child sex trafficking. Jeffrey Epstein, Anthony Weiner, Harvey Swinstein, Roman Polanski, Bill Clinton's internship program at the White House. Right? So the left uh, wants to wage war against you. And against Jason Aldean, he's number one on iTunes. Against Luke, Luke Combs, he's number two on iTunes. Against The Sound of Freedom, it's a smash hit at the theaters, so they try to sabotage you at the theaters. And it's politics. They're completely nuts. They honestly are. And the movie didn't get the widest release in the world, yet it's taken, I think it's taken in, last time I looked, $68 million or something, and and it's uh, quite remarkable. And it was made for a very small amount of money, of course, uh, because the big Hollywood studios didn't want it. Netflix didn't want it. You know, that's where um, the Obamas are at Netflix, right? And uh, mm, 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 mm. you're a Democrat party, completely nuts. Uh, oh, speaking of which, the uh, both of the Obamas, and I, I let this slip by. It happened about a week ago. But both of the Obamas, that is to say Michelle Obama and Barack Obama, have been nominated for Emmys again. Did you see that? Both nominated for Emmys again because it's a Democrat Party circle fest. That's why. And uh, uh, at least Barack Obama already has an, at least one Emmy. You know, they, give them, they just give him awards to see if he'll show up. It's like the Nobel Peace Prize. He can put his Emmy for doing nothing next to his Nobel Peace Prize for doing nothing. It's good to be, it's good to be a Democrat, isn't it? Pretty amazing stuff. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, and uh, again, the, uh, the Jason Aldean song is an anti-crime song. It's an anti-crime song. And the Democrats are furious with him. This is, I've talked about this before. During the Cold War years, the left in the United States didn't come out as being overtly and openly communist or even pro-communist, right? But what they did do is attack you if you were anti-communist. Now, in uh, military parlance, we have, you know, we have missiles, and then the Russians had missiles, the Soviets had missiles. So we developed the anti-missile missile. That is a missile to shoot down other missiles, the anti-missile missile. And I always um, uh, analogize that to what the left did in the United States. If you were anti-communist, Barry Goldwater, um, a, a lot of people, even Senator uh, Joe McCarthy, uh, if you're anti-communist, they were anti-you, see? So they're not pro-communist, but, they're an- but they really were. But they're anti-anti-communist like an anti-anti-missile, you see, right? And uh, they would attack anybody who was anti-communist as a means of being pro-communist. It was part of the anti-Vietnam War movement, too, was the pro-communist movement in the United States of America. It, it just was. Not everybody, but, you know, most people were useful idiots that went out into the streets uh, to be anti-anti-communist, right? And now, if you're anti-crime as is the Jason Aldean song, 
then the Democrat Party is anti-you. Now, that's not to say that they're pro-crime, wink, wink, although they are, because the problem is not our guns, it's your son's. But if you do an anti-crime song, they come after you. Why? It's the anti-missile-missile missile thing again. I know I'm saying missile, but you know it's the anti-missile-missile missile because they want to shoot down anyone that is anti-crime. Why would they want to do that? Gosh, I don't know. Just because they're pro-crime? <laughs> and the... Uh, the song is a perfectly reasonable song. Uh, try that in a small town. Sucker puck, punch somebody on a sidewalk, carjack an old lady at a red light. Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. We've all seen the videos again and again, right? You think it's cool to act like a fool, right? And they said, cuss out a cop, spit in his face. Stomp on the flag, light it up. Now the Democrats burning the American flag, attacking cops injuring literally thousands of cops nationwide. Um, Yeah, you think you're tough, he says. Well, try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. And then they say, oh, you see see how far you make it down down the road. And then um, the the, uh, uh, piece of the video with Jason Aldean is shot in front of a courthouse. And the Democrats did some research, and they, but very little because they're just smart enough to be devious and sinister and corrupt. And they said, oh, wait, that courthouse uh, is the site of a 1927 lynching. There was a lynching outside that courthouse in 1927. A lynching is an incident of mob violence where Democrats murder someone, normally uh, African-American, for allegedly, but uh, maybe not committing a crime or committing an offense of some kind. Turns out that the courthouse that they are are saying, oh, it's a it's a the site you chose it because it was there was a site of a lynching in 1927, nearly a hundred years ago, right? And it turns out that the same courthouse has courthouse has been used in Hannah Montana, the movie, in Hannah Montana is that a Disney movie, Michael? And uh, and in Nashville Country Christmas, another movie, Tanya Tucker, Miley Cyrus. 2009 film, Hannah Montana, the movie. It's been used in music videos by African-American artists. It was, uh, it's been used in movie after movie. Uh, but only now, and, and, and here's, the, uh, here's the thing. Does that become an issue, right? But here's the thing. All right, if I'm Jason Aldean, I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to have to ask the Democrat Party to provide the public with a complete list of all the locations where you guys lynch people so that we can avoid doing music videos and movies at the various locations where you Democrats lynched people. We'd like the list by close of business today. I know that would be impossible because the Democrats have been violent for so long. Hey, do you have odors in your home you just can't get rid of? Well, now you can get rid of any stinky odor with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. The thunderstorm gets rid of strong odors from cooking, cigarettes, smoke, litter boxes, trash cans, even Michael Moore, no match for the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. As the thunderstorm starts working in a matter of seconds to clear the room of any odor, plus there are no expensive filters to buy and replace and put them on your calendar and schedule. None of that with the Eden Pure. 
With more than 350,000 thunderstorms already sold, thousands of five-star reviews on Al Gore's amazing internet, you should go find them for yourself. Works like a champ. I have two at home myself. During this week, I've got a great deal for you on your own thunderstorm. Right now, you can save $200 American when you get three Eden Pure thunderstorms for whole home protection. Take one to the office. Put one in the teenager's room. That's three units for under $200. Just go to EdenPureDeals.com. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Put in the discount code CHRIS. That's me. That's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is CHRIS. Plus, shipping is absolutely free. Free, I say. Free shipping. Yeah. So the hypocrites attack you. They, uh, you know, if you're anti-crime, they're anti-you. And uh, how dare you? Revive Tracy Chapman's career by covering one of her songs, bringing her back to the charts, number 17. Luke Combs, number two on iTunes. Jason Aldean, number one. Sound of Freedom, breaking records at the box office. Maybe the best thing is to have the left attack you these days. I think maybe this whole cancel thing is beginning to backfire on them. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Uh, We, of course, also have a uh, great deal of Good stuff for you on the IRS hearing on Capitol Hill. The IRS whistleblowers, two whistleblowers that came forward and um, testified under oath in the light of day yesterday. The left attacking them, smearing them, slandering them. When I say the left, I mean the Democrat Party, of course, uh, because the brave whistleblowers came forward. Oh, and, uh, you know, one of them uh, came out. I'm a Democrat, he said. He's a lifelong Democrat. He's a gay man. And as evidence, he uh, presented his husband. And I've got audio from them coming up and the Democrats trying to tear down justice in America because they're, uh, you know, they're the protectors of corruption in the United States. So I have that coming up as well. Whereas on Capitol Hill, they are attacking uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., the Democrats are, um, he has said some controversial things, and the Democrats have banned controversial things. They've banned the uh, scientific method. They're waging biological warf- warfare against our culture. Uh, you're a biological man. Oh, you mean a man? A biological woman. Yeah, those are called women. Okay? We don't have to say biological. We know it's biological. It's biology. It has been for a very long time. You know, we cracked the genetic code uh, in the 20th century. You're welcome. You know who did that, Michael? 
the patriarchy, the patriarchy, that's who, who cracked the genetic code, mapped the, uh, into the genome project. Pretty impressive stuff. Thank you, patriarchy. Thanks for electricity. Again, I, I gotta, I gotta keep raising this question. Not only are the Democrats waging biological warfare against uh, the American population with their, their gender dysphoria, but um, every now and then I think I've got to stop and, <clears throat> you know, say that all Democrats should get on the ground and <clears throat> kowtow and thank the patriarchy. And if, and I don't know how they define the patriarchy because they never have defined the patriarchy. It's better that way. Saul Alinsky would have it that way. Don't get caught in your own definition, whatever the patriarchy is. If, uh, if the patriarchy vanished for one year, would there be electricity? Would airplanes still fly? Would trains still run at all? Thank you, patriarchy. Now, let's, before we go to the IRS here, let, let's, because uh, today Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is testifying. And do you know who the radical left-wing extremist member of Congress is that's uh, attacking him for what he said about, about vaccines and COVID? Oh, it's the Virgin Islands uh, radical, uh, Plaskett, yeah, who the Democrats put up front all the time because she says the craziest things. But here she is attacking uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. because he made some, I would say, controversial comments about uh, he's always been a, a, a person who's questioned the efficacy and effectiveness of vaccines and uh, and that that makes them go crazy. You know, the statists who will tell you what to do and where to stand and when to inject stuff into your bloodstream uh, without testing and, and all of that stuff. But here is uh, the radical leftist delegate. She's a non-voting delegate from the U.S. Virgin Islands. Um, delegate. I live in Washington, D.C. We have a non-voting delegate also. And thank God for that, that she's non-voting. Eleanor Holmes Norton. But here is the uh, the non-voting delegate from the U.S. Virgin Islands. Uh, Stacey. Uh, yeah, Stacey Plaskett uh, attacking Robert F. Kennedy Jr. for something that he said a while back about vaccines. Why would the Republican leadership in the committee majority give a hearing and a platform to the witnesses today, specifically to Mr. Kennedy, a man who has recently claimed that COVID-19 is targeted to attack Caucasians and black people, the people who are most immune are Ashkenazi Jews and Chinese. And before that, in his film, Medical Racism, The New Apartheid, that film stated that COVID-19 vaccines do not work for black children because of their, quote, kick-ass kind of immune system. Now, that is uh, the attack. And he said something generally like that. And I thought, wow, this guy, this guy just uh, says stuff, doesn't he? And I don't know whether what he said is true or not. I know he's been attacked for it. I'm not sure what the science is on that. I don't think that there is a lot of science on that. I know that they've lied to us about a, a great many things having to do with the Wuhan Red Death. It's a point of origin in the wet market. And, and oh, no, and it's, uh, oh, no, they weren't working on it in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And, and no, no, Anthony Fauci's organization was not sending money to them. And, and uh, the you know one lie after another, and then the the vaccines. Do the vaccines cause blood clots? Do they cause death uh, in a certain number of people? Uh, the truth may never be known. <laughs> there are a lot of people who would like to see to it that the truth 
never be known. Now, saying that the, that the you know, when you have this gain-of-function research and uh, genetically engineering and modifying viruses is an old game. Biological warfare has been around for quite some time. The Soviet Union had reportedly worked on creating sickle cell anemia bombs, sickle cell anemia viruses that would attack specifically African-American people and worked on Tay-Sachs disease, which affects uh, Jewish people, and looked to weaponize uh, those so that they could be used as the communists would use weapons, right, uh, during the Cold War era. And so nothing is entirely out of the question when it comes to biological warfare, right? And the Democrats are, of course, waging biological warfare against gender in the United States of America, biological men, meaning men, biological women, meaning women. But uh, because RFK Jr. is being attacked for this, I took note of, and that just happened uh, moments ago on Capitol Hill, uh, but I happened to notice in the Washington Post today a story on page three, gene variant, G-E-N-E, gene variant, like the genetic code uh, cracked by the patriarchy. Gene variant could explain why some people with COVID are asymptomatic. Wait a minute, there's a genetic component to whether you're uh, negatively affected by uh, COVID? Gosh, it's right here in the Washington Post. It's got to be true. Ara L. Yarber typed up the story on behalf of Ara L. Yarber's story, uh, uh, party, the Democrat Party. Scientists, you know, the scientists know everything. Scientists have found a version of a particular gene that may explain why some people who test positive for the coronavirus never develop any COVID-19 symptoms. Discovery could help scientists open new avenues for developing vaccines and treatments. Wait a minute, so are you going to use this to start developing? <laughs> Take it to the laboratory, maybe in Wuhan. On average, studies have found at least 20% of people who contract SARS-CoV-2, you know, your secure, uh, severe acute respiratory syndrome, uh, COV is uh, coronavirus, uh, 2 is the second variant, are asymptomatic. Scientists say these people might have a quicker immune response that fight off, fights off the virus before symptoms can set in and lead to uh, health complications. So they say to figure out how some people manage to fend off COVID symptoms, researchers turn to human lycote antigen, HLA, genes, which play a critical role in our body's ability to recognize and fight pathogens, Right. These genetic warriors are the most medically important region of the genome. Wait, we're back to the genome again and the, and the uh, genome project and mapped by the patriarchy. And uh, said Jill Hallenbach, a professor at the Department of uh, Neurology and Epidemiology at the University of California at San Francisco. So they um, just published the study yesterday, um, and they enrolled 29,947 volunteer bone marrow donors because high-quality genetic data was already available for this group. Uh, they asked for volunteers, smartphone daily track on their coronavirus infections, resulting symptoms, and all of that. And they found that people with certain genetic compositions are less likely to suffer symptoms. You still have the virus, but it just doesn't affect you particularly 
negatively. I've had the Wuhan twice, all right? And I've got to say, it didn't knock me on my butt. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't bad. I didn't have, I don't know if I have this, this gene to fight it off, and if I do, I don't know why. But the, uh, the science now suggests that uh, this virus, maybe because it was, maybe because it was gem- genetically modified in the Wuhan laboratory at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which was in part funded by Anthony Fauci's organization with U.S. tax dollars. Um, it's possible, you know, the whole idea of biological warfare is not just to kill everybody, but to find a way to kill the other guy and not you, right? And also, according to the science, I'm making quotation marks with my fingers, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. said this a couple of weeks ago, we are 4.2% of the world's population, but we've had 16% of the deaths from COVID. And that led to experts raising the question, well, was this virus modified specifically to target Americans, which is the kind of thing that the communist Chinese would be wont to do? We only have 4.2% of the globe's population, but we had 16% of the COVID deaths in this country. And that is, uh, that was from bad policy. Now, uh, how does that make sense? He says from bad policy, that'd be Anthony Fauci. He can't do that. He's St. Anthony. Um, but the fact that the Washington Post has this study today that was published yesterday that suggests that there are genetic uh, considerations when it comes to the Wuhan Red Death and who's infected and who's not, kind of a big deal, potentially. And I thought it was interesting because of the way it folds into what RFK Jr. is being attacked for on Capitol Hill today. How dare you raise questions? You know, I mean, this is like Copernicus. Polish astronomers said the sun was at the center of the universe and we, Earth, were uh, orbiting, rotating around the sun. And, uh, you know, that was heresy, of course, at the time. And, uh, I, you know, I thought we lived here in the 21st century in the United States of America where, where the scientific method allowed for people to raise hypotheses and questions and to have them debated in the light of day so that we may arrive at the most well-informed and intelligent position. But the left does not believe that. They shout down the heretics, right? And of course, the heretics said, well, it came from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, and they shouted you down and they censored you, right? And he talked about how he was censored because he questioned vaccines and so on. And, um, and if you uh, uh, said that maybe it was genetically modified at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, you were shouted down and, and called a heretic, and uh, you were not allowed to speak in public because the left shouted you down, right? This is not the kind of free speech that I know of, the free speech that is protected by the Constitution's First Amendment. But free speech is not an absolute. The Supreme Court has stated that. Stacey Plaskett, once again. Yeah, well, as uh, you remember that um, uh, Nancy Pelosi said uh, recently, talking of free speech, that you're not allowed to shout wolf in a crowded theater. Not allowed to shout wolf in a crowded theater, she said. And uh, the left, say that's Stacey Plaskett again, they're anti-free speech, they're anti-Bill of Rights, they're against your... And we were talking about this earlier with uh, Dagwami, who was going to the protest at the Montgomery County School Board today because of their LGBTQ curriculum for children. And Dagwami from Ethiopia 
is here standing up for our religious liberties, but Stacey Plaskett is not. And she's not standing up for our free speech rights. And she's not standing up for American rights and liberties. And she's a non-voting delegate in the U.S. House of Representatives from the American Virgin Islands. She's not on our side. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Um, all right, let's, uh, I still haven't gotten to the IRS whistleblowers, but let's, let's take a phone call, Michael. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Kennedy calling from Manassas, Virginia. Kennedy, you're on the Chris Plant show. Hey, good morning, Chris. Good to talk to you, sir. Welcome. Yeah, I welcome. I just wanted to kind of add that, you know, I'm impressed with your two times COVID, but I'm a three times COVID recipient. And, uh, my, my symptoms were different every time. The first time was pretty bad at it really kicked my butt, made me weak and fever and all that. And then the second two times were completely different. And, you know, being a, a proud shop steward at my at my local 1052 at Fort Belvoir, you know, I was fighting the supervisors about this vaccine and everything like that because, I mean, I was reading the information that people were putting out, and it's like they didn't want to hear it. It's like, no, you, this is a directive from the president. This is an executive order. And, you know, there's there's no uh, there's no opposition to it. So you just wanted to add that I'm a three times COVID recipient and uh, I'm still here. I'm still breathing. I made it through Biden's uh, winter of of illness and death. So just want to send that report out to you. His winter of illness and death. Well, yeah, a lot of people have had it. uh, My best girls had it twice as well. Um, I would say the first time was it didn't knock me on my butt, but uh, the second time was less severe because of course, once you have it, your immune system responds, right, Kennedy? And you, and you're more prepared yep. to respond. It's like you've been vaccinated because you've had the Wuhan Red Death, and that's how these viruses work, right? And they and they didn't want to hear about natural immunity because when they were pushing this vaccine, I said I've already had COVID at that time twice. You know, so I'm like, what about natural immunity? And they didn't want to hear. It's like, no, it's only the vaccine. And I always thought that was weird. It was weird. You were correct. And uh, natural immunity has been well established in medical science for a very long time. Um, and, and it's true that they were rejecting the science once again, like they are with, uh, biological men and biological women, right? Yep, absolutely. They're not exactly the party of science over anything else. Yeah, that's right. Compliance. They're the party of science fiction is uh, what they are. Uh, Kennedy, thank you for checking in and congratulations on having the Wuhan three times, three times. That's pretty good. Now you could get it and you wouldn't even know it. Uh, and it turns out uh, that uh, some people are genetically predisposed to be more resistant than other people. You know, as you plan your financial future, it's important to set yourself up for success. That's the whole point. And if you've got a high credit score, you've got more power than you might think. Now is the time to leverage that score, that power to consolidate your debt as interest rates are going to continue to rise, you know. Pay off your credit cards faster with a low fixed interest rate from Lightstream. Credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream can help you pay off your credit cards, lock in a low fixed interest rate, big. With Lightstream, their rates start at 8.99% APR with auto pay and your excellent credit. You can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000 with absolutely no fees. You can even get your money as soon as the day that you apply. So just for my listeners right now, apply right now. Apply today. Get a special additional interest rate discount. Save even more of your hard-earned money. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com plant. 
That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash P-L-A-N-T-E. I got a free vol. Subject to your good credit approval rates range from 8.99% APR to 24.99% APR and include a 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires your excellent credit terms and conditions apply. Offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash plant for all the information you need. Yeah, it is uh, the left. They're not free speech people. They're certainly uh, not free practice of religion people. Let's face it, they're not First Amendment people. Oh, by the way, they're not Second Amendment people either, are they? Well, let's face it, they don't like the Bill of Rights at all. They're not on our side. My brother Brian saw Carlos uh, a few weeks ago in Chicago and uh, was... uh, just went wild at how great Carlos was. <laughs> Said last time he saw Carlos, he had been in the Devadip stage and was no fun to watch. But he's back to being Carlos. What, he's like 80 years old or something? You know, how old is he? He's not Joe Biden's age, is he? Because, <laughs> all right, let's get to the, uh, let's get to, as Nancy Pelosi, who's 83, went around uh, the other day, did a podcast or something, talking about how uh, Joe Biden's just a kid. Said she's 83. So he's a kid. All right, let's go to uh, yesterday's yesterday's fun on Capitol Hill with the two IRS whistleblowers coming forward on camera under oath. Uh, great stuff. Marjorie Taylor Greene displaying Hunter Biden nude photos shocks Congress. That was one of the great moments yesterday. And foreign nationals gave Biden family and associates over $17 million, according to one of the two IRS whistleblowers on Capitol Hill tomorrow. That's coming right up. Welcome to Talkville. The Ultimate Smallville Rewatch Podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did. And they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. 